Hey, I'm Elena. And I'm Abby. And we're the Visionaries. Here we discuss fashion, culture, and art. And today's theme is the letter B. You know, I feel like there's something like with like, I like I'll just say my accent, like with my dad as well, that like Hispanics can't really say B and V. Like it sounds like the same. So I don't know if that's reading, but it's B as in Bumblebee. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, where are you going with this? (laughs) That's just something. It's just like, I feel like I kind of have like a weird dialect at times or like different accents. Yeah. Like obviously I wasn't like Spanish speaking going into English, but I was raised like a Spanish speaker. And so like pronouncing things and then we're in the middle of fucking nowhere in Iowa. So I feel like I got like a little bit of a hillbilly accent in there too. Not the hillbilly Spanish English. And a bit of mush mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, it's, should I have a podcast? Can you understand? (laughs) All right. Letter B. B. We are going to start with you, aren't we? Yes. B is for Balenciaga. (laughs) You already know, okay? We are talking about the Balenciaga child controversy campaign that they just released. And um, so this is the, like, little kids with their teddy bears in leather in um, BDSM. (laughs) It's campaign. so terrible. Like, it's so hard to, like, just, like, talk about it, kind of. <laughs> and so do you have my visual aid? I will have it pulled up in a single yes. second. So when I first saw this, I'm, I'm going to admit, my first reaction was, that's it? Because <laughs> I saw Kim Kardashian's tweet at first being like, I'm reevaluating. Um, I can actually pull up her tweet. Okay, here it is. I have been quiet for the past few days. Not because I haven't been disgusted and outraged by the recent Balenciaga campaigns. Um, basing it off their willingness to accept accountability for something that should have never happened to begin with. Was like her tweet. She was like, um, and she's basing off her relationship if she's going to continue working with the brand. Mm. Um, so I read them like, oh my God, what'd they do? And then I see this and I was like. At first, I was like some goth teddy bears and some yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. The one on the the in the picture you pulled up at the top. The one on the right, I'm like, she's just goth bitch, you know. Yes, the but right. Then one. Then you look at the one on the left, and you're yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah, the right one is more like kind of like emo goth. I was like, what? And I just didn't get it at first. And then I like dug deeper into it, and I was like, oh, that's why it's bad. <laughs> like, yeah. Ew. Um, so what happened? In November of 2020, Balenciaga dropped its holiday ad campaign featuring children holding teddy bears in bondage, harnesses, and costumes. Um, the BDSM accessories were also on the runway at Balenciaga's show for Paris Fashion Week. Um, 2022? Yeah, last November. Okay, I thought you said 2020. 2022. But maybe I just... 2020 also just rolls off the tongue so easy. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe... No, last November. Yeah. So like, what? two months ago yeah whatever our time period is so what does this mean so why was this so um big and like my first reaction was like oh that's it but then i like kind of explored more into it many are accusing the brand and its creative director dima um, of condoning pedophilia and child exploitation and within fashion when you have an imagery like this it is subjective yeah so it can be taken that way 
And if you're suggesting anything like that, which it is kind of pretty suggestive yeah. of a BDSM teddy bear in bondage and in harnesses and then a child holding it, yeah. especially if, like, child se- sex trafficking and, like, you know, pedophilia and everything. Yeah, you're kind of painting a picture. Even if you didn't intend to, it's a picture you painted pretty clearly, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's not really any way around it, but ew. For real. <laughs> um, and so who does it affect? Kim K. I read out her tweet. Um, she had a lot of the Kardashians had um, just like relations and associations with the brand. And so they're all were like reevaluating. I'm pretty sure Kim Kardashian cut her ties with them. Um, what did they do to fix this? So in a separate drop later that month. So in November 2022, um, a bag from the Fashions House collaboration with Adidas was photographed on top of copies that appear to be documents from the Supreme Court case, the United States v. Williams, which was a ruling to uphold and protect, um, to uphold the Protect Act, which increased federal protections against child pornography. So basically, their solution to this child pedophilia campaign was the, when they released the next purse to put on top of a bunch of like court documents that was the Supreme Court protecting children. So it was like trying to no, we're not against child fulfilling. Cool, kind of. that's not enough. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? That cool was your solution. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, we're against it. You had to wait for the second <laughs> campaign to come out to show we were against child fulfilling. It was actually just an, the entire thing was just a setup. You know, that like negative press is like all press is good press. Like, <laughs> not in today's society. Um, so, as from your reaction, you can tell how great that went over. <laughs> so then, on November 22nd, the Fashion House issued two statements via its Instagram stories. Not even, like, a real Not post. Not even a post! The story? <laughs> Come on! I don't think they want that, like, stamp on their, like, feed. But honestly, and then if you delete it, it's like, why'd you delete it? But still, like, your stories. <laughs> oh my you got, God. like, the Kardashians cutting ties with you. And honestly... In a different world, the Kardashians didn't hold that much weight, but now they're pretty integral into the fashion industry. Yeah. If you like it or not, they have a lot of um, influence. Um, apologizing for the plush bears, which they said should have never been featured with the children in this campaign, as well as the unsettling documents <laughs> in a separate sp- um, summer spring campaign. We take this matter very seriously and taking legal action against the parties responsible for creating the set and including unapproved items for the spring 23 campaign photo shoot. So they're saying it's like the brand, like the brand is separating themselves from their creative directors and like the photo shoot people. And okay, they that's said, so dumb because you know, multiple people had to sign off on it. So many people had to see this. It's, it's not like one person. It's just not like there's a single person running their Instagram page, like just taking pictures in the garage. No, it's like, <laughs> like dozens and dozens of people work to put together these ads and stuff and it's balenciaga this isn't some yeah this isn't estella style yeah. where it's just me taking picture you know or your company yeah. for that matter you know that's a giant luxury fashion know, brand house multiple people were signing documents going yep looks good oh yeah and I not that. a single person this shit was probably pitched to a big table full of executives they're like let's do this and they're like yeah you know and they're sounds like, good they're like 90s grunge is coming back here we are here's the grunge this you know yeah however the they pitched it but i'm sure somebody noticed something kind of whack 
Somebody had to have. But, you know, you're scared. Because, like, depending how high up you are, mm-hmm. you're like, I'm not going to say no to this. Like, I'm not going to bring this up. I, who am I? Corporate America sucks ass, too. Well, Balenciaga <laughs> um, is Paris. Corporate corporate anything sucks ass yes no and you're scared and honestly it's probably americans in the job you know it's a bunch of international people because it's an international fashion house even though it's based in paris um but you have like all these designers waiting to be here and it's like oh yeah everyone just let it go through um and they went on to say they strongly condemn abuse of children in any form we stand for the child's safety and well-being um and as of november 28th the bears are no longer appear on their websites like for a company for sale anymore on the mm-hmm. website. Um, meanwhile, the photographer went, um, the photographer behind the holiday campaign released a statement. Cause like we said, the brand was disassociating from it. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, it was obviously the photographers and stuff. And so the photographer released a statement saying, I am not in a position to comment on the Balenciaga's choices, but I must stress that I did not, in- that I was not entitled in whatsoever manner to neither choose the products or the models or the combination of the same. And he also wrote, as a photographer, I was only and solely requested to um, light the given scene and take the shots according to my signature style. And it's like, yeah. It, I yeah. Mean, should, should you have done it? That's a different question. But if it if it wasn't them, it was going to be somebody else, though. Yeah, you and know? as a photographer, especially if he's like freelance, it'd be different. I mean, it's still hard because, like, let's say you're a freelance photographer and be like, oh, we love your style. You're getting a job with Balenciaga. Yeah. That could completely make your career. But then if you're also working for Balenciaga, that might be give you a little bit more of a cushion to be like, guys, do you want this? But then you could still be scared of losing your job. Yeah. And ultimately, it wasn't the photography, though, to pin it on the, to have to, like, actually, it's all the creative directors, you know, whatever. And, like, fucking around with the people who act, who, like, did like the work part of it it's like saying it's a makeup artist's fault yeah like the photographer makeup artist and like hair um i feel hold less responsibility you know because i i think too i think it's really really weird that like in general the use of children in anything is weird especially Mm -hmm. if it's not like children's clothes okay you know because like i just don't think like i think it's odd even if they weren't like BDSM teddy bears. I think it's odd that like obviously this this brand is not really a kid brand, and like their whole thing isn't catering to children. So I don't think they should have had child models to begin with. Well, they sell children's clothing, and so this Do was they? like yeah, every luxury brand oh, sells yeah. child's okay. clothing. But that's not their target market. Their target market. Well, is this was like you know their children's money. collection. So yeah. this was their child target market was children for this. Yeah. Um, Do this, they really think though kids were going to be buying these though? Their parents were. You know how many rich people there are that buy all this stupid no, no, no. shit for their kids? I'm not kids? saying that like obviously kids are not the ones purchasing them, but yeah. do they actually think kids would be the ones using them? Like with like BDSM teddy bears, like you would they would have had like don't get me wrong, they just fucking adorable as an adult. You know? Oh. Like I just feel like if they wanted to sell BDSM teddy bears, get down Riley. They could have done it not to child, not in their children's line. They could have done it in their adult lines, you know. Yeah. See, that's their problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's like, ew. It's just gross. Yeah. No. Like the way I can fathom seeing this happening, it's '90s are coming back. The '90s are coming back. 
90s yeah. grunge for the kids, the emo teddy bear, this and that. And yeah. things got crossed in communication with the visions and stuff. And then it turned into this shit show. Well, you know, there's probably one fucking creep up there who actually, like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely, like, some people were like, oh, knew it and were okay with it. Or, like, even if they themselves aren't, like, a pedophile, they're probably like, pedophiles will love this. Yeah, it's like, like rich people are disgusting. Like, well, like, because... <laughs> <laughs> Not that just the rich people are disgusting. But, like, it's, like, one of those things where it's just, like, you know, there's, like, a lot of issues with, like, you know how you can see how many people save a video on TikTok? Yeah. There's a lot of, like, controversies going around of, like, parents who, like, put their kids on, where it's, like, they have such a high ratio of saves to likes compared to, like, every other kind of video. Oh, really? Yeah, because usually it's, like, there's obviously, like, the, the ranking of most to least whatever is, like, there's always more views than there are likes. There's always more likes than there are comments. Yeah. And there's always more comments than there are saves. But, like... This is like, the, usually it's like there's way more saves than there are comments by a lot on like oh. videos that feature kids because people are saving them. See, I save kids videos, but I, my TikTok saves. Oh, no. <laughs> just my TikTok saves are so fucking organized. I have like cookbook, wholesome is where I put the kids videos into wholesome. I felt that fashion like recipes music and, and i just don't even books. know that you can organize the way you save videos yeah you can like title them so my whole save I'm sections just saving them into one giant thing I'm and like, i'm like how yeah. can i find anything no mine are so organized and i okay, have things like, i want to buy i think the thing <laughs> is though you're a bit of a different person considering like you want to have kids and stuff yeah and so i'm sure you see these videos of like mom hacks or like the different ways that people like go through their life with their kids and you're like that's how i want it to be and yeah you save it but like there's just so many things. Yeah, no, I get exactly what you're saying, but I'm just trying to find a little bit of light because you're, you're that disturbs. Per- you know that you're that percentage of people that like on every video. There's always so many saves. You know, mm. like I don't have that big of an account, and I will have people like I only get like three likes on it, and it'll get like a hundred views, but I'll have one person save it. You I know, get more saves that, than you know? comments on my videos. I yeah. I almost never get a comment, but my videos each get a couple saves. Yeah, which is like, you know, so just like people just are like save stuff all the time to like go back and reference and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, so I just I think it's very, but it's like very creepy. Like, so anyway, so I feel like there's a really, really big push for like people being uncomfortable with kids on the Internet. And like, I know, like, if you're like, especially like if you're like a mom TikToker, if you're like a mommy vlogger, whatever, like people have been catching a lot of heat. Yeah. For featuring their kids so much. People are always going to get heat no matter how you raise your children. Oh, always. And it's I, like, it's strong. so sad that that's like the world we live in. That yeah. you can't show like a cute, funny video of your daughter or yeah. son like showing you something stupid they did and said. Because it always makes me smile. Like, I love kids. Yeah. And so it'll make me smile and it like giggle. I'm like, no, I'm like kids are so silly and I'll like save it. Yeah. And it's 100%. like, that's what the moms want. But it's so sad there's such shit gross people out there. That are well, saving it for do, different like, I see nefarious so reasons. Many, like, I see both sides of it. Yeah. Because like, part of me is just about to say, like, I will never feed to put my kid on the internet. But the other part of me is like, but like, just because I won't doesn't mean that I don't enjoy because like I don't I don't I'm still not like hundred percent sure whether I'd want kids, but yet I still like I love seeing the, you know, people who have kids and I love 
watching the way that they go about their lives. So I'm like, okay, maybe my life wouldn't be ruined if I had a kid because that's a me. I'm like, oh, I could not dedicate that amount of time to something. Oh, yeah. And stuff. But, like, I'm like, oh, this is fun. I, like, I like seeing this and stuff. But, like, so it's like I think that's important for people to see. But, like, I also am like, I'm, I don't think I would ever put my kid on the internet. See, I would never be, like, a mommy vlogger influencer. Oh, no. I would, see, that's I so would be the. That's work. To make your life look perfect, too? No. Or even even entertaining. Because even if you know it's not perfect, but, like, you have to be entertaining in some form. Yeah. No, and I'm very much live in the moment. I do some vlogs and stuff, or I'll record creative things. But that's, like, I, like, I did a vlog last Saturday, and I told my sisters, I'm vlogging all day, look happy. (laughs) (laughs) Act like you like me. (laughs) So Nolan was, like, flipping off the camera every time I had it out. But it's just, like, fun for me, and I, like, then I would make, I made a conscious effort for that day to vlog it, which I did a half-assed job. It was all right. But to do that with my kids, I just want to live in the moment with them. Yeah. Obviously, I can see me. I'm so bad with pictures. I actually don't have any pictures. I don't, and I'm trying to make myself take more pictures, because I want a scrapbook this year. New Year's resolution. It's also trying to help me like take pictures. Um, but I could definitely see myself taking a video of my kids one day. And God forbid, I, those are one of the videos on TikTok. Like it's like funny, and then it like becomes viral, and then everyone has a pin, uh, opinion on my parenting. Because uh-huh. it's like I do this for me, and like the ten people that watch it and like it. You know, yeah. I'm not an influencer. This is just me for fun. Keep your shit to yourself. Like, I can post funny things for my friends and family. I, I always do think it is so crazy to me how many people though like don't really know like that are just like naive like simple things about taking care of babies oh like, i saw yeah. this one where it was like she was like oh don't get me wrong like it was such a sweet moment of like her her husband and like her baby like in bed like it was like him her and then she like panned over to like a baby in a bassinet uh-huh the bassinet like the kid was practically in a nest and he was like a few months old, not even. Kind like, of thing. in a bunch of blankets? Yeah. Oh. Like, like covered in a blanket. Had, a bl- had like, like some kind of pillow, like, completely around, like, like just, like, so many Damn. blankets. And, and, like, a teddy bear in there and stuff, too. And I'm, like, mm. one of the comments was just, like, SIDS? Like, yeah. And I'm, like, do people not, or, like, I've seen so many videos of, like, people with their kids in their car seats in their winter coats. Yeah. You're not supposed to have your kids' winter coats on uh-huh. when you're getting into a car seat. Because there's too much room. Your kid will, like, slip out. Yeah, and, and then like, there's the always, like... straps have to be so loose, too loose. Yeah, or, yeah, they gotta be, like, tighter Yeah, yeah, when you... Uh, when, uh, yeah, when they're too loose when you have the coat on. Yes. So it's just, like... and Or, like, people who literally have, like, kids that are just able to hold their head up in, like, a front-facing car seat. My sister's kid is... Oh, God. Is he just... He's, he just turned five? He's only, like, within the year was heavy enough and tall enough to get put into a front-facing car seat. So he was three years old and in a rear-facing car seat because oh, that yeah. was what was safest for him. And it's just like, I, I don't know, like, just like, actually, There's so many re- things. people just chuck their kids places. And I'm like... Yeah, and it's shit like SIDS. Obviously, I haven't had a kid yet, and my, yeah. our background's different because we worked at a daycare for years. Mm-hmm. And so we know the SIDS, you no know, blankets yeah. and stuff. But I'm like, do moms, moms have to receive pamphlets? Yeah, there's got to be something. Something. Because like, you don't so think crazy about that. that. bitches can just have a kid. Right? Even they you can accidentally about make it. life. Yeah. And, and then it's... you have to take care of it, and you could know absolutely nothing about it. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, last thing. Um, Dima, the head designer mm. of Balenciaga. This is his um, apologies. Oh, apologies. Um, and then this would be the end of it. 
Uh, he went to apo- Instagram apologizing, taking responsibility for the ads featuring the teddy bears. Quote, as much as I would sometimes like to provoke a thought through my work, I would never, <laughs> never, all caps, have an intention to do so with such an awful subject as child abuse that I c- condemn. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Did he type out period? All caps. <laughs> That's why I'm like, is this a game? <laughs> um, the designer guaranteed steps will be taken to, quote, avoid similar mistakes in the future, unquote, and protect children's welfare. Um, Dima did not seem to address the campaign featuring the court documents in this statement. He's like, I stand by that one. <laughs> He's like, that was fucking genius. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's like, it all worked together. Maybe we should have released that one first. Like, I don't know. <laughs> But that it's one of those things. It's like Balenciaga. Two thoughts. One, um, I'm not sure I've liked any single thing that I've ever seen of Balenciagas come across. Two, I do love the name Balenciaga though. Balenciaga <laughs> is so fun to say. It like is. it makes you feel fancy. Uh, the only real um, staple item of Balenciaga are those shoes. Yeah. Um, from like the Cardi B song, Balenciaga is that the ones that look like socks. The shoes that look like <laughs> yeah. socks. Um, that's like the only real staple. That you can tell it's a Balenciaga. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, no, it's just fun. But yeah, that was the Balenciaga child controversy. So wow. if you guys were wondering, that was your in-depth to it. <laughs> nice, nice. Now on to me for my little, my turn for be for real. <laughs> <laughs> About bees. Okay, question. Do you like bees? Um, I think they're aesthetically pleasing. Um, one time my sister took a sip of her pop can out in the summer. And there was a bee in it? And there was a bee in it. (gasps) And she got stung on the lip. So. (laughs) Are you scared of bees? I'm, I don't like bugs in any capacity. So if I see a bee coming at me, you bet your ass I'm going to be screaming and my hands are going to be flailing. Yeah. Um, but they're aesthetically pleasing. Right now, I kind of, my window is kind of bee themed like i have like a be kind believe or blessed and it's like be humble and kind like and um because my boyfriend's mother for christmas got me like a bunch of bee decorations (laughs) they were cute you know it's something i wouldn't like bought for myself they're cute so she listens to this though She doesn't even know this exists. Um, but yeah, I did the... not tell people a lot of people about this. My family knows, but I've never told Taylor's family, and I never will. I just drop it in conversation, like everyone knows I should already have one. <laughs> like today, my brother snapped me. Um, Waterloo Amigos, four o'clock, and I was like, "What?" Because Emma, then Emma snapped my sister's group chat. Hey, did Mondo snap you guys Waterloo Amigos at four? And I was like, yeah, I asked him today. Like, I just snapped, like, back. And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, at four? And then he said, well, me and a bunch of guys from work are going out. And I know if you were doing anything, you want to come out. And my first thought that came to my head was, I have a boyfriend. Like, I don't need to do this shit anymore. Because my brothers. I have a boyfriend. My brothers, bless their soul. They're always so nice to me. And I always feel like I'm lame and I'm crapping their style. But they're always like, come on out, come out, come out. And, like, Milena would... They were trying to help you meet people kind of thing. I don't thing, know if they were or... trying to help me meet people, but I would, I would always look at it like, okay, maybe I could meet someone. Yeah. Like, type of thing. Even though I'm sure they wouldn't want me dating their coworkers. <laughs> but now I'm like, I don't need to fucking do that. I would... <laughs> like, not even for enjoyment. Not obligated. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, I had the podcast. I wouldn't be able to come till six. Um, but maybe next time. And he was like, yes. But... 
I just like drop it in like conversation yeah. like that or like oh I got the podcast tonight like and people don't ask questions which is so funny and like <laughs> it's, it's on my TikTok that I have a podcast on my main so yeah. I, like people know it if they paid attention yeah but I don't like my podcast podcast you know I'm not like that I'm not like annoying about it yeah you have to pay attention to know I have a podcast <laughs> yeah no I get it um, me. I yes. love these. I think they're cool. But uh-huh. at the same time, I cannot help being afraid of being stung by them. Yes. Um, I heard someone once say not to be afraid to be stung by them because they'll die after they sting you. And all I can think about is like, so? That makes I'm me still stung. Like, I, I, I'm still in pain. Like, But like, I'm not necessarily like, like, I'm definitely very good at when it comes to, not wasps, fuck wasps. Oh. But when it comes to bees, I'm like, if they fly near me or land on me, I'm usually pretty calm about it because I know that, like, I'm definitely, like, they're more afraid of me than I am of them. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, just chill. Like, that's not their first thing to, like, like, wasp. Oh, fuck. That bitch is stinging no matter what. They They'll hunt you so... down to fucking sting you. Oof. But a bee is just minding his own business. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, like, I just, like, take a deep breath. He's fine. Yeah. Um, but now for some bee, honeybee fun facts. <clears throat> Some of these are pretty fucking wild. And pay attention because I'm going to ask you what your favorite one was at the end. Okay. Okay. A honeybee can fly up to 15 miles an hour. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I know. It's actually fucking bonkers. Um, a honeybee worker only makes an average of one twelfth of a teaspoon of honey in her lifetime. Oh, in the whole life. I thought you were going to say like a day. No. A twelfth of a teaspoon. Yeah. Damn, you need 12 bees to take their lives for a teaspoon of honey. Fuck. Damn. <laughs> a pound of honey is made by about 2 million flower visits. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, a honeybee, honeybees beat their wings at 11,400 times per minute. Okay, I believe that one. Yeah. Um, An average hive has about... 50,000 to 60,000 worker bees. Okay. Worker bees alone. Worker bees. Okay. I, 50,000. That is kind of a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. Especially in a hive. I guess I haven't seen any huge beehives. Yeah. Not in my one, lifetime, yeah. like in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honey is full of a variety of vitamins and essential minerals, antioxidants, and amino acids. Yeah. I knew it was like healthy. Yeah. I did too. And then honey is an antimicrobial agent and can be used effectively on minor burns or scrapes. It has been shown to speed the healing of wounds. Ooh, I didn't know that. I I, I definitely knew that it ha, um, was an antimicrobial, microbial, I cannot say that word today, yeah. um, agent. Um, it takes one ounce of honey to fuel a bee's flight around the world. That's kind of silly. Well, one ounce of honey. Yeah. How many ounces are in a teaspoon? I don't know. Well. Dude, this is America. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know shit about ounces. Um, uh, we could figure it out later if you'd like, because I do have a little tiny scale. Well, here we are. Um, so in one teaspoon of honey, there's 0. 0.16 ounces. Yeah. So if it takes... 12 bees to make a teaspoon and well it's not ounce. talking it's not talking about 
making it. It's talking about how much it needs to But I want to know how many bees died for that. (laughs) For one bee to make a trip around the world. Well, it definitely would not be obviously feasible because of, like, the ocean crossings and stuff. Yeah. um, Next, I have the queen bee lives for about two to three years. Okay. She is the busiest in the summer months when the hive needs to be at its maximum strength. You mean sluttiest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for real um and lays up to 2500 eggs a day she lives so is she, she the only female is everyone no. else male no okay so if she lives two to three years in like 2000 that's only 6000 people she's making no and then the 2000 hum- lays 2000 eggs a day oh a day a day oh okay cause I was like if she's got you know, 6,000, yeah. like my, the way I thought, for her lifetime, yeah. and there's 60,000, I'm like, then they're switching over heads of monarchy pretty fucking fast yeah. to keep 60,000. That's 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> 10 years? Oh, okay. No. Okay. Yeah, a day. And at first I was like, that's unrealistic. But then you think about how fast they fucking die and yeah. how many are supposed to be in the hive. So I'm like, okay, no, I get it. Okay, yeah. so do you have, what was your favorite? The 15 miles an hour was really good, and I also really liked the um, the 12 ounce of honey. As you can tell, I kept yeah, going back to that. the one ounce of honey to fuel a, a bee's flight around the world. That was yeah. mine, too. I kind of like the 15 miles an the hour. The 15 miles an hour, though, is actually fucking too fast. Like, <laughs> can you imagine a bee flying at you at that fast? Can you imagine a whole swarm <laughs> flying at you? They you would not take out, you. You could not outrun them no. at all. Not even a little bit. Uh-uh. My Aunt Joanne, um, Aunt Jo, she's Aunt super... Jo allergic to bees and when she was in florida they were out um off the coast a big fucking swarm of them came out of nowhere i'm sorry but like no it's like so left field but it's like they couldn't she couldn't do anything about it instead of like the birds it's the bees yeah so she just like hid under a blanket because they were just like out at sea like fishing like they couldn't like go back in necessarily oh my god and the bees like just swarmed i think everyone else like hid under blankets but it was like like a three-hour ordeal. Oh, my God. And they were just, like, terrorizing. She's, like, afraid for her life, too. She's, like, gonna die. I don't even know if she had, like, her um, EpiPen out there. Because who the fuck thinks you're gonna get stung by a In bee? the middle of the ocean. In the middle of the ocean. Yeah. That just, she is not gonna forget her EpiPen ever again. No. That happened, like... <laughs> She'd be fucking space and a fucking bee will find her, like... Yeah, that happened, like, a year or two ago. And oh I was like, God. damn. Jesus Christ. Um. Okay. On to you. Yes. My next B. B is for... Birkin. And so in our last letter series for A, we did bring up the Birkin bags um, from our alligator farm because a lot of Birkins are made from alligator skins. But there is some without, I'm sure. I didn't yeah. verify that. Um, But like I said in the last- Is that all they're made out of? The Birkin bag? There's oh. different ones. Like, like, I just mean, like, obviously, like, there might be, like, a vegan one, but, like, is it mostly, is the signature one alligator or is it just leather of any kind? I think leather, there's like a lot of leather. I'm pretty sure my notes I'll say more of like what it's made out of. Um, yeah, okay. Right. Hermes bags are made from premium quality leathers and are entirely crafted by hand. Each bag is cut, sewn, and polished by a single artisan um, who has been trained with the Hermes design house for a minimum of five years before being trusted with a Birkin or a Kelly. Um, this work is painstaking and the final quality is simply exquisite. I took this from some type of website. It'll all be linked below. 
So, yes. And like I said in the alligator episode, I'm going to reinstate. Um, Hermes bought a alligator farm in Australia, a whole lagoon to raise and kill alligators. <laughs> Not the lagoon. Um, but they did this to hopefully try to create a more uh, responsibly sourced alligator skin mm-hmm. because they couldn't find a farm that was doing it to their needs. So they bought their own alligator lagoon to kill <laughs> alligators in so they're still using real skins Mm -hmm. if that bothers you kind of bothers me (laughs) because just like the way i found like and i re-listened to the episode today but how they like kill alligators i'm like this is so bad (laughs) you know it sounds really terrible yeah i think i think the only like leather that i can like i don't know sounds seems like is is, that i feel like is ethical i almost want to say is like cow leather you know yeah because i was just like we already eat them and don't get me wrong i know plenty of people eat alligators but like i'm definitely guessing that you know people skin them more for the skin than they do for the meat yeah i get and, exactly like, you know so i'm just like hearing about like just like leather goods in general and I, i'm am i does that offend me no yeah you know but hearing about like specific like alligator leather yeah I'm like, oh. or chinchilla fur Oh my god you know you know just like like just do like furs in general bother me no yeah does like hearing about like a specific animal and like the like specific animals of it bother me yes yes side note chinchilla fur next letter is c i think oh. we're gonna go i think we'll do chinchilla um with it where's one of your little squares i know i don't have any pens i'll just have to remember it um no yeah and exactly what you say with like the leathers um I like, hope it's more sustainably sourced. Like, with that, like, you know, they're already being killed for the meat industry. Yeah. So might as well um, sell it to somewhere to get all treated. I'm sure, you know, I can't say that because this I society kind of sucks. So I, I would hope that they would take that initiative, you know? Yeah. You like, know, I, I totally doubt get it's being wasted. Who, like, choose and not to, like, eat meat, you know? I yeah. totally get that. Not me, though. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I definitely am not one of those people that it's like, just eating any kind of meat is totally unethical. I'm like, nah. Yeah. A little bit, you know? But, like, like, it's, yeah, like, it's one thing if it's like, oh, they're already dying for the meat. Might as well make leather out of it, too. Exactly. I'm like, cool. Don't waste, you know? Like, but, there's so many cultures. Like, Norwegians, when they kill a reindeer, they get the meat, they use the skin, they use the horns. Yeah. They use everything. And so, as you might as well as you're using it. Might as well go for it, you know? Exactly. Um, yeah. And alligators, like you said, it's just something else. And yeah. it's just kind of a different monster. Yeah. Um, so how do you buy a Birkin bag? And so how I thought it was done, and this is kind of um, the old way of how you buy a Birkin oh, bag. Oh, so it's kind of changed a little it's bit. It's changed a little bit, but it's still kind of um a bit hard to secure. So like I mentioned, I referenced Jeffree Star in the letter A <laughs> Podcast. Uh, I was like, and I said, I know he's problematic, but that's my most recent like knowledge of Birkin bags mm-hmm. from Jeffrey back when I watched him. Because believe it or not, I don't research fashion every day. <laughs> I just <laughs> believe see. it or not, this actually isn't your livelihood. Yeah, like, believe it or not, it's like I see. I know what a Birkin bag is. I see it on runways and with famous people having them, but I don't know the history. And the last yeah. person to say something, Jeffrey Star mentioned in his videos back five, seven years ago when I used to watch him. Um, I remember your Jeffree Star era. It was right along with the other James Charles. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, and so, like I said, you can't buy one. You have to be offered one. And then Jeffrey also said it's like a retail investment, um, kind of like when you buy a house. Because these Birkins can be up to $50,000. Mm-hmm. And like 
fashion's one of the few things that over time it's going to appreciate in value and get more and more versus mm-hmm. a car that depreciates in value for the most part once it gets older unless it becomes like super vintage but fashion once it like it's just gonna get better over the years the longer you keep it it's gonna be worth more mm-hmm. like imagine some vintage like chanel from the 1970s or like 60s in the prime holy shit that is worth so much money now and like even shit back in like oh wait it's vintage and like fashion keeps its time so it is an investment when you get one so how do you get one first things first um this is for the Burke and Ann Kelly bags it's another mm-hmm. bag from the Hermes house of fashion it isn't super straightforward um Hermes imp- so back then they implemented a bunch of strict rules who was able to acquire one of these iconic bags so once upon a time there was an extensive wait list you want to know how long this wait list was how long six years oh my god um to be allowed to purchase a birkin or kelly and then when you finally received a call of inviting you to buy the luxury bag you would have to be um at first you might have been like oh i want a pink alligator skinned gold hardware you know they're like we'll put you on the wait list once you get the call that's done that's over with you know you might have wanted the leather hardware whatever um but once you get a call it's not what you want you'll get but you don't turn it down because you would likely not get a second opportunity to buy one. So you just get what they give you? Essentially. Ew. You waited six years to get it, and so you buy the first one. Um, but getting getting on the wait list is a struggle in itself. Customers who are ranked in its previous purchases, so you kind of have to buy some shitty ones at first. So then you get a reputation with the company, and then you could get more ones that you like. And be offered it firsthand. It is the most (laughs) just classist, elitist type of thing I can think of. Actually, you have to spend like $150,000 with us on bags you don't want Mm -hmm. to get one you do. And like that way then you can be guaranteed to get ones you want because you'd be first in the wait list. Or also how famous you are. Um, And so I know like uh, certain celebrities have like a couple hand. Like I know Jeffree Star had like 10 of them or so. And he's getting, and, like, when I watched him, he'd be getting more, like, first, like, the ones he, he'd, like, oh, I want that. He'd get a call, and then he could buy it, because he's bought quite a few of them. Oh and God. it's anywhere between thirty to probably $100,000 a bag. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Even if I had a lot of money, mm-hmm. like, if I was one of those super rich bitches, I would never spend that amount of money on a bag. See, that's where we differ. <laughs> Never See, in a million years on a bag. If a I bag. was stupid rich, Abby, yeah, you bet your ass I would. I wouldn't have ten of them, but I would have a couple, and they would be passed down in the family. Yeah, because no matter what, we all know so many designers are controversial. Chanel is a Nazi. Um, Hugo Boss made all the Nazi uniforms. Oh like there, everyone is steeped in controversy, and it's only gonna get worse honestly like everyone <laughs> is like shit and more shit's gonna come out about all the sweatshops all this stuff but they're still gonna have that value unless yeah. the literal like zombie apocalypse dystopia happens so it'd be something nice to pass on to my children I everyone's gonna like want it it's always gonna be there and, and that's this is, this is funny because the things that i have thought about if i had a lot of money that i would pass down were um a lot of custom made things like things i would go like seek somebody out and have them made Mm -hmm. i've thought about like 
I would have like I'd probably my entire wardrobe would probably be like I found a designer and they made everything for me by hand. Oh, gotcha. And so then obviously it'd be made with like the highest of quality stuff. So like that shit would get passed down. And obviously like, I mean, but the thing is it depends on how much it gets used by me and them to like how long it'll last. Yeah. But I'd probably always have like, I'd probably have two of everything made. One that I would never touch and one that I would wear. And then it all gets passed down. So then, like they can wear the one that I, whatever. So that way eventually it can get like yeah. replaced. It'll last like twice as long. But like I thought about that, like custom jewelry. Custom that, jewelry. Like I've designed and like stuff like that. Or like even <laughs> if I was a really, really fucking dumb rich, I would want to build like this. I would want to build a big estate house. Oh, yes. And that bitch would be passed down too. And like along with a plan of like how to maintain it. Yeah. Because, like, I would never want to leave somebody high and dry with, like, actually, like, we don't have that much money and then we have this big fucking house. It's, like, actually, it can take care of itself kind of thing almost. Yeah. That's, like... those are the kinds of things that I would pass down. But I feel like part of me is, like, I would never... I don't think... I don't want to say never, but, like, I don't think I could ever, like, buy into something like that. Mm -hmm. Because, like, obviously, yeah, like, all the controversies, like, these people are shit, but the only reason that they're relevant is because people keep them relevant. Yeah. You know? Whereas, like, so that's why it's just, like, I wouldn't want to buy into it. Yeah, I would just because it's, like, a big but crazy that's like, thing. But, it's, di- it's different, though. We have different passions. Though. Yeah, and I would probably have, like, a bigger collection of, like, artworks. Yeah. Like, oh, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like it's just, like, different. Some, yeah, like, and obviously I would pass down more than just Birkin bags <laughs> to my kid. <laughs> no, that's it. You get a Birkin bag. You get a Birkin bag. Yep, that's it. That's all. That's all great grandma left you. <laughs> One Birkin bag each. Honestly, they're that's like, a lot. They're like, <laughs> are you kidding me? They're like five, though, and they're like, thanks. Can you imagine, like, your diaper bag being, like, a Birkin bag? And, um, yeah, no. But I, I, one last little thing. I always thought I was stupid rich. Whenever I traveled, I would get some really expensive piece of jewelry mm-hmm. from, like, you know, the local store, stones that can be found, like, within that country. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, Italy, it was, like, there was a lot of gold in that country. So I'd get, like, a lot of, like, a gold necklace or something. Yeah. Oh, I would get that. So that's, that's nice. I just, like, a button jewelry that has value where I traveled there and got it or it's, like, a custom-made thing. Okay. Um. <sighs> Another way back then when you could buy a Birkin bag would be auction houses or trusted, like, consignment companies. So then it'd be a used, a pre-loved Birkin, as they said. Um, Sometimes, though, this would be, like, a bit of a risky because, you know, you are spending so much money. Mm -hmm. And pre-loved Birkin, um, yeah, Birkins are still a lot more money, still money, too. (laughs) Like, um, so you could use, utilize the secondary market. But um, it's highly recommended the safe ways to go is through Hermes. Um, that was back then. Now, things have changed. So, eventually, the Hermes Birkin bag um, waiting list was deemed unfair. <laughs> Who would have thought? And it was dropped. Um, while Mer- while some sales associates still offer you to place your name on a waiting list for a Birkin bag of your dreams, it's a little more um, socially niched and, like, without a genu- genuine promise that it is implied. Even celebrities and fashion elite struggle to get a Birkin bag in this way. Like, it's still a struggle to get one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a different, two different paths towards your towards your ultimate goal. So, at an Aramis boutique or from a vetted independent dealer. First, you cannot purchase a Birkin bag on a website. You have to be there in person. 
Okay, they still gotta put barriers up. Yeah. Um, you must visit one of the many Hermes boutiques around the world. When you enter the shop, do not expect to see any Birkin bags for sale on display. If you are lucky to run into the rare circumcise or circumstance or circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> The rare circumcised Birkin bag. <laughs> <laughs> Into the rare circumstance of a Birkin that is on the premises and a sales associate deems you worthy enough. How do, what are their criteria for being worthy? White. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you say white or yeah. weight? White. I thought you were like, Wait, you're going to get to it now. White. I said white. And they will invite you to a private room. Like, like you know. A gloved sales associate will bring you a glass of champagne and a single bag out from the back. With extraordinary luck, there may be two or three bags to choose from. If there is no Birkin bag in stock, you can order... Um, can you order one from the store? No. There's no way to order a Birkin bag in a size colored leather hardware that you want unless you are an Hermes VIP who is personally invited to come custom order one of these iconic bags while the long-term customers make requests for the sales associates for um certain birkins most requests are not fulfilled or take years to be fulfilled oh my god two things one (laughs) it's like i don't know whether i love or hate this Mm -hmm. because like i i love like a dedication to like a process kind of thing and like obviously like the dedication to keeping them handmade means that there's not going to be a lot. Yeah. Because like especially if you have to work be there working on these bags for five years before they'll let you even create this type of bag. Like yeah. that's that that narrows down the amount of people who can create these bags to a very small amount. Oh yeah. So like I I do I love the dedication to the process and I love honestly, I think it's so cute that humans like make things and then get like obsessed with them. Yeah. You know, so like I love like cottage core has been like really big since like 2020 and it's like still really big. I love like dedication to like an aesthetic. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, it's a fucking bag, you know? And I'm like, there are so many other leather bags, alligator leather bags, bags that look like I've seen pictures. They're fucking squares, you know? Like yeah. there's so many other companies that make bags. There are bitches who have more experience than the people making these Hermes bags that like make their own handmade bags but because they don't have a logo on it that says something like people like no and they sell them for a fraction of the price but they are just as high quality it blows my mind so i don't know whether to be like outraged or to be like ah like it's kind of cool like it's like kind of cool just how like it's cool and also shitty at the same time just how like under lock and key it all is yeah then that's what makes everyone th- want it because it's what? that thing you cannot touch it I you cannot be near it think so what you makes want it, it shitty to me yeah is the price tag it's not the quality it's mm-hmm. not it's not the fact that like they're hard to acquire it's the price tag and the fact that they like like and like because of the price tag like not that many people can buy it and then they prioritize people who've like spent so much money there yeah well that's you know? like any vip service you know yeah when you fly like, a lot you get vip membership so then you get yeah into the plane faster you get special services well, it's all ever the world it. is about money it's the fact that like like even that that like a plane ticket is like max like a couple thousand dollars depending on where you're going kind of thing and the fact that they can that, be like tens of thousands, like United Emirates, like first class. Yeah, but that's like that's like the first class though. Like that's yeah. a different section of the plane. 
than like whatever but like it's the fact that these bags are like at their cheapest thirty thousand dollars yeah around there maybe like 25 that is crazy to me it's like that means then to like even just to be able to be like able to potentially try even just try to get the bag of your dreams from them you have to have spent minimum that much already yeah and that's what's crazy I don't know. You know, like that, yeah. I think that's what irks me about it is it's it's not like really anything else that they're doing. It's the price tag. And it, it's the excessive amount of wealth. It's the yeah. overconsumption of just different everything. It, yeah. No, I get it. It's yeah. the excessive it's like overconsumption. There's no way that even with somebody who's worked there five plus years making handmade bags, alligators, there's no way that the cost of materials and even the cost of like hiring this person to work there costs anywhere near $30,000 a fucking bag. Well, they did you have know? to buy their own lagoon. Oh, yeah, sorry. In Australia. Excuse me. To get reasonably. I know that lagoon was like $10 billion. So that's why they have to sell these bags <laughs> for 30000 <laughs> PETA threw a big motherfucking fit that the alligators aren't being killed right, so they had to buy their own lagoon and kill them themselves. Because they weren't happy with a concrete box and a metal wrench. Imagine part of your five years training is to, like, go out, catch the alligator, and kill it. Like, it becomes part of the process. Okay, okay. I think I'd be more on board with it. (laughs) It's not terrible if, like, the process was the bitches who actually make it had to go kill it themselves. But, like, it's like, like, hunt them down. Imagine it being, like, a rite of passage. Like, maybe you only have to do it, like, fucking once. But it's, like, going to Australia. I'd I'd be like, I feel like they'd have it in such lock and key that like, you could do it. Like, have you <laughs> have you seen that TikTok where the guy's like, there's like a pit of alligators and like one is like climbing up the hill and he's got a metal shovel and he just goes and he goes thunk and he just smacks it on its head. Have you seen that? No. It's so funny. Just he's so casual because he's like standing there leaning, gazing over this pit of alligators. One starts coming up, going, and he just has the shovel and he just goes. And it just hits on the head and it like slithers back in. It's so stupid. Like, um, yeah. Okay, I want to look at the Birkin bag. So on my visuals, this has uh, the straps on the front, like pull through from the back, so they can come to the front and hook. And then it's actually locked. Like you get a little lock on your Birkin bag, as you can see. Oh yeah. And then that's the key right there too. So um, you can like, you know hide the key lock your shit in your purse before your purse gets stolen yes like you, you can lock it and then um like most people like keep their purse like open and i've seen like i know jeffree star was like teaching like the fucking dolan twins or something when you hold your purse if someone's sketchy comes by you just pull the tabs really quick and that's how you lock your purse like <laughs> and so these do lock like it's kind of like a fun feature like <laughs> yeah that's go- that feature is what costs an extra like 20 grand <laughs> like comes with all of them you know and this one's genuine leather then you got the alligator one right there yeah. i um, think personally alligator leather is so disgusting you literally i was listening to the a alligator and, and i said like, that too i hate it <laughs> <laughs> it's, i don't enjoy the texture same with snakeskin Fuck me up. I hate it. Yeah. I mean, um, I said, like I said in the last episode, I was having a snakeskin moment. Like, I had that emerald dress when I was Medusa for Halloween. Yeah. And I have, like, a pair of leggings. And it was, like, kind of fun. But that's about the extent yeah. of my snakeskinny prints. Yeah. But, yes. Yeah. That is Birkin Bag. I hope nice. you guys learned nice. something. Um, yeah. I will definitely try to remember to cover chinchilla for, <laughs> for 
for C. Let that chinchilla hurt. And who knows? What else? We're going to talk quick about now Egyptian blue pigment. And then we'll talk about something more fun. Egyptian blue pigment. What is it? It is a very stable synthetic pigment of varying blue colors. Like, so it's not always the same. Okay. Um, it is the, like, the, like, official chemical name is copper calcium silicate. And it was the first synthetic pigment. And it was most extensively used from the early dynasties in Egypt until the end of the Roman period in Europe. So, the first synthetic pigment. That's pretty fucking cool. And it's very stressed that it's a very stable synthetic pigment. Okay, uh, wait. I don't know if I blacked out. So, if it's synthetic, like, what did they make it from? Cal- uh, copper calcium silicate is its scientific name. Okay. Oh, okay, it's all clicking. Because yeah. when I hear synthetics, it's, like, very, like, chemicalized. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's completely made from chemicals. And then when you said it again. Yeah. Okay. It technically Just, like, with is. fabric and stuff. Yeah. But I'm just like, okay, what? Like, what? Um, Got you. So samples that they have, like, today from these are over 3,000 year, years old. And they have remained seemingly unchanged. So it is, it. it is actually just so fucking stable is the word they use for it. And it is still, this pigment is still used now. Um, it has modern applications in biochemical analysis, telecommunications, and lasers because it has a long luminescence lifetime. And even like the ones now it has that, but even the ones three, that from 3,000 years ago, they still have a luminescence about them. That's crazy. Isn't it? This is what it looks like. Does it, like, give you cancer? Like, I don't know. Does copper give you cancer? But that's the color. That's pretty. I know. It is. And now, once you see it, it definitely, you, you see, can see like, in your head, like, Egyptian, oh, like, yeah. art that has this blue It's in very it. much, like, um, like, a, a, a tad bit darker of a sky blue, but it's yeah. not so much, like, a dark classic and, and blue. it can be in varying shades. If you type in Egyptian blue pigment, Yeah. Um, a dark blue does sometimes pop up. It, because it can become in varying shades. I'm sure it just depends on the, like, the, what's the word? Like, the love, like, the different the amounts. Pigmentation, of the pigmentation, the different, like, yeah. 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 But I just thought that was very interesting. And it was, like, oh, a very yeah. fun blue pigment. Because I didn't want to just do random fucking blue. Because I was. I just want to do this bitch-ass, weird-ass Because I, I have one an idea for C as well. But I didn't want to, like. And so I just wanted to, I need to find something specific because I want to do Cerulean. Yeah. For C. And I was like, sure, this one's, but it was the only one I could find. For is chartreuse of an S or a C? A C. And it's oh. like a green. Yes. Anyway. I do know that. But I want to do Cerulean because Hill and I, like, two weeks ago watched The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, mm, so fun. But now we have B names. Let's get down to business. Ooh. So B names in the top 10 of names in the U.S., so it's, the, I tried to find, they don't have the data out for 2022. Oh, okay. Um, so the social security office is what did it. Um, for 20, so it's only 2021 is the most recent data. There's technically 20 names because they have the list split into boy and girl names. How many do you think of the top 20 names are B names? How many do you think? Oh, okay. I thought, Mike, I thought I was saying the top 10 of like that were already B on like all of them. No. Um, no. How many in the top ten? Honestly, names Honestly, I think girls? B names are getting a bit of a resurgence. Honestly, yeah. like so. How many do you think? At least fifty percent. So I'm gonna say ten. Ten. Yeah. One. Oh really? Yeah. 
So, knowing that there's only one name for both boys, like, like one name total out of the 20 names, not one for each, one total, what do you think it is? Brittany? Benjamin. Um, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of names could have researched. Like, you're yeah. Bristol's, Britlin. Oh, my God. Brexy. I, I think B has some of the, the, some of the most, like, classic names. While also having some of the most just bonkers fucking ass there backwards There is so many shit. people that just want to give their kids an original name. And it starts with B and ends with a Lynn. Like, yeah. that's how you do it, it. I hate it. I hate it. It's like the white so people want to be original. I hate it. I hate it I'm so much. I'm glad you much. called it out. I didn't want to say it. But it is. The white people are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to rag white on them again. White people suck ass at naming their fucking Oh, kids. my God. Thank you for saying it. Me and my siblings will be like, so white. Like, such a white. And, like, we'll roll and, our like, eyes. And, like, it sounds terrible. But, like, there's, like, a very specific group of people naming their kids that. And it is white women between the ages of, like... I want to say, like, 25 and, like, 35. Yeah. Because, like, I know somebody in on Pendleton as a family and named their kid fucking, like, McKinley. I know yeah. it's not a B, but it's, like, pick a name. The Lee or, like, someone named yeah. their kid Scotland, but it was, like, spelled, like, Scott, Stupid. L-Y-N. Yeah. Well, and it's, like, and then she had the audacity to complain on Facebook about, like, because her name is a common name just spelled kind of dumb like the mom that's another she, super white thing and she too. like and she's like oh my name is never on things you named your kid mckinley or like mckinsley or something like that yeah. like for real for real yeah you named your kid that and yet you can't oh my god but, or it's always like jackson with an x yeah like they're always trying to do something so different to make it so original yeah i hate it it's i hate just, it so yeah. much and obviously white people are not the only people that do this but they're definitely the most but common people everyone that do knows this. what we're saying oh like, my god people leaving their kids like fucking maverick i, I worked in a school like for like five months total yeah oh my god the names are awful i can you remember them off the top of my head because i'm just like looking around like oh my god you you're walking around with this whole ass fucking name <laughs> Honestly, at like the daycare we worked at, by the time I was there, the names were pretty tamed. But up until the end, it started just snowballing. I'm like, what the well, fuck? I don't know. Like, how do you look at this little baby and name them that? Yeah. Ugh, ew. Okay, now we did this for A names and we're going to do this for B names. Yes, yes. The yes. B name bracket. So the, the, the I'm going to read you a couple names and we're gonna you're going to decide which one you like better. And then we'll end up with a winner. This one's more organized than the last one. I have 30 names only. They are mostly girl names because I was just kind of skimming a list of it was 200 B names. Yeah. And there are a lot of girl names because I, like, the first, like, most of it was girl names. And so then I already had it mostly filled up with girl names before I started hitting the Bs, the boy names. And I was like, ew, but whatever. I don't care. Got you. I'm going to go on instinct. We're just going to shoot them off. Brooklyn or Brittany? Brooklyn. I hate Brittany. I hate it's just so basic. It's so it I just really can't. is. Bonnie or Bella? Bonnie. Bonnie, Bonnie. really? You're a Bonnie girl, uh-huh. are you? I know a bad Bella. Oh, you know a bad Bella? And uh-huh. all you think about is from the daycare somebody. Yeah, that's who I thought. And I was like, mm, Granny or <laughs> Bonnie's cooking. Yeah. <laughs> it slaps. Honestly, I've known everyone so far named one of these names. <laughs> I think I think I, I I think Bella sounds like prettier, but I know too many dogs named Bella. Yeah, dogs named Bella, and then it's like I just know someone from my childhood named Bella. <laughs> Don't make me be sick. Nope, you're good. Okay, um, Bryn. Or Brielle. 
God. Um, I hate both of these names. I'm going to go with Bryn. Bryn, really? Yeah. There was a bad daycare. <laughs> this is too much information. There was a bad daycare contained Bryn, too. But my roommate in college, my first one was Bryn, and she was chill as fuck. She, like, redeemed it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Belle or Brennan? Oh, Bell, shaking my dick. <laughs> I know. I don't think. Okay, I have. Take your kids have ruined so many names. <laughs> so many us. names. I did. We, are, we had a teacher, Miss Bell or Mrs. Bell. Yeah. Um, but the oh yeah, go on. Um, Blossom or Betsy? Betsy. We know a very specific person that yeah. has this name. Blossom. It's not a super far out name, but it's just kind of weird. Yeah, Billy, i.e., or oh, Beatrix. 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 Do you hate the name Billy with an IE? I just hate Billy in general. I do too. Really basic names like Billy or like yeah, they John or basic. shit like that. It pisses yeah. me off. Carl. Who the fuck names a kid Carl? Um, Talon's brother's girlfriend's dog is named Carl. That's and right. I love it. You can so do that for dogs. Oh no, to- well because he's a. I think he. I think he's a, a Frenchie. Yeah. Too. So he's got like the smushy face. That's such a Carl. That's such a. That's that exact dog. Perfect. Naming your animals like a classic, like, like Philip, Steve, Steve, <laughs> like that is so funny. Like we were gonna name yeah. a, um, animal Roger for the longest That's time. That's so funny to me. But it's the a best. In that, no, wrong. you just hate them then. Uh, Bristol or Bridget? I'm gonna go with Bristol. That's... I think I like Bristol better. Uh huh. But it's also the name of a paper that I use, Bristol paper. I know and a so kid like... named Bristol. And it was like, okay, that's kind of weird. I hate the name Bridget. I don't, I don't like. It's weird. Basic B names I do not enjoy. Yeah. So I haven't enjoyed mo- much of this list. Beatrice or Bianca? We'll go with Bianca. I like Bianca better. Uh-huh. <laughs> Blakely or Beth? Blakely. Blakely. It's yeah. funny. I don't know how I feel about it. I was like, but you said Blakely. Uh-huh. My boyfriend's sister's cat is named Blakely. Aww. And I always get it kind of like in my mind confused with Blake Lively. Like, oh. <laughs> and so it makes me like it more. My mom had a daycare kid named Blakely. Mm. Babette? I remember that. Or Beyonce. Babette? Babette. I don't like the names of Beyonce. <laughs> You've never heard of, of a Babette? A bu- no, that's fake. It's on. There, um, somebody named um, Gilmore Girls is Babette. See, Gilmore Babette. Girls pisses me off. Goyles. Oh, because I, I hate, hate so Rory's much. voice. I don't. It, the, her voice doesn't bother me. It's her personality. That too. Her it's and Lorelai are literally the shittiest people alive. It's just I hate them so much. on metal. I just I can't stand it. It's. it's um, Bryce, B R Y C E, or Becky. Bryce, I'm not a big Becky. Yeah. No hate. <laughs> I know. Um, her name is just that, Becky, my aunt. It's nothing. No, just Becky. Really? And yeah, and so when her daughters are mad at her, they call her Rebecca. Oh. And they're like, and she, they said it once in front of my grandma. She said, that's not her name. And I'm like, well, it's better than just Becky. Like. <laughs> I'm Becky. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. Um. Wow, Bryn was on here twice. It was in the boy name section and in the girl name section. But anyway, we got Bryn and Brandon. We'll do Brandon. Give him another chance. The big the big frying pan. Oh my god, yeah. In Iowa, if you go to Brandon, Iowa, there's a giant frying pan that you can like I've never, stand in. Did, have we seen it? Yeah, yeah we, we took saw pictures it. Because I remember us going, we've never seen that. And we were, because I feel like that was not. We were just like dumb high schoolers. I was going to say, that's someone, not like why we were there. 
Yeah, was it was. No, no. It was on, I'm pretty sure it was on the way home. We all went together to watch state volleyball that one time. And I think it was on the way home from that. Oh, was that that? Yeah. Oh, I just thought it was like, we went out to eat. Because we're like never Chinese. in that direction. Well, it's like kind it's of on around Indy. Yeah, anyways, go on. Um, okay, Brent or Bruce? Bruce. Bruce. I, I don't picked, like Brent don't, and Brett and Brent. It confuses I me. I would have picked Brent because I like Brent over Bruce. <laughs> Brock or Benedict? Benedict. I love that name. I told Taylor, I'm like, I would love to name a kid that, but I don't want them to be called Ben because I hate that. Yeah. So I definitely think it's a good, I, I wrote it down for middle name material. I like big old names for middle names. Like, there is a one kid where their middle name was Priscilla Louise. It had two middle names. I love that. And I, <laughs> lo- I love being extra with it. I love a two middle name. And here yeah. we, we're ending strong for the last two. Bartholomew <laughs> Mew or Boston? Boston. 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 Taylor was like, is that really a name? And I was like, yeah. yeah. You, I was like, it's no different than, because we were just watching Gilmore Girls. So I'm like, it's no different than, like, the one girl's name is Paris. Yeah. And I'm like, anyway. Okay, next round. Brooklyn or Bonnie? Bonnie. Brooklyn? I have a cousin named Brooklyn, and, like, I love her to pieces, but it sounds like such a bitch name. It is. She's not a bitch. Yeah. But, like... Basic B names for girls aren't fun. No. And I think it's because of the people I meet in my life. B names are It's so common. Yes. It's such a common name. So you know someone named Brittany or Brooklyn or this. And for the most part, in my um, experience... They were all bitches to me. Yeah. So it's like they're all mean. Yeah. <laughs> Bryn or Belle? Belle. I think I like Belle. It's just, like, don't get me wrong. Taylor and I have decided that if we do go to have kids and stuff, mm-hmm. we're going to name them fairly gender neutral names. Yeah. Or, like, like we. I, I'm glad that he likes it, too, because I love it. I kind of love the idea of, like, naming a girl a boy's name. Yes. And I just, I, I, I love that idea because then it's just, like, if they ever, they can do whatever they want with it then. Uh-huh. I think it already starts in a neutral place. But, like, I love Belle because it's just, it's so feminine. Like, I like Yes. That. My thought was I kind of have, like, names I want. And I've, they could go for, like, either, they're pretty gender neutral in, like, my eyes. Yeah. And, like, because the first two, it's like, oh, I thought of this for a boy's name. Mom's like, that would be pretty as a girl's name. I'm like, oh, it would. And then it's like, I thought of this for a boy's name. Mom's like, that would be a, pr- a girl's name and that would be pretty as vice versa. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I've seen them in both places. So I hope it's just, like. Just the first kid that I have is that name. Second yeah. kid is that name. Doesn't matter what it is. That's just what you're going to be called. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, I didn't hope they'd, like, carry it with them, but I get their own identity and stuff. But, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Betsy or Beatrix? Betsy. Beatrix is kind of extra. I feel like a lot of B names, they're either needlessly complicated or too simple. Yeah. And that's what, there's do- no happy medium. Bristol or Bianca? Bianca. Blakely or Beyonce? Blakely. Wow. I am not a big fan of naming your kid something super, like, known as, like, something a else. pop star. Especially yeah. when it's something as out there as Beyonce. Like, that's not a very, you know, One of my name. great aunts, her name was Madonna, and she yeah. became a nun, so she changed her name to Julie. So we would call her sister Julie, Julie. Mm-hmm. and I had always trouble saying it as a kid, and it, I just slipped up right there too. Yeah. I was always a sister Jewelry, and but it's Julie. Um, Julie's it's that's a struggle. It's hard, and then like I said, my Hispanic backwater accent, everything yeah. else. 
Um, but no, yeah, I was like, good call. I wouldn't want to be named Madonna either. And she was born like, oh, maybe like 30s. I don't know when Madonna was born. Yeah. She might have been an, an OG Madonna. <laughs> Definitely was. Bryce or Brandon? Brandon. You sounded kind of hesitant on it, but it's already written down. So. Well, it's just, they're just, it's just such a country boy name. I just know so yeah. many country boys named both of them. Yeah. And then it's like, in its core, I like Brandon more than Bryce. I think, I think I like Bryce better because I've heard Bryce used for a girl and I kind of like it. And I have a cousin named Bryce and he is literally the sweetest person ever. Like he's just like so kind hearted and pure. And I'm like, yeah. Um, Bruce or Benedict? Benedict. Now. Almost done. Bonnie or Belle? Belle. Wow. Something beat Bonnie. Yeah. Bonnie wasn't going that far. <laughs> Those first two names were just shit. It was like Brooklyn and another basic one. So I was like, ugh. Brooklyn and Brittany were the first ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, Betsy or Bianca? Bianca. Blakely or Brandon? Blakely. Blakely seems like it's going to go all the way. Yeah. Benedict or Boston? Oh, Benedict. I liked Boston. I like Boston. I like how it sounds, but it's not much of a name. Yeah. Belle or Bianca? Bianca. Blakely or Benedict? Blakely. Oh, are we down to the final two already then? The final two. Bianca or Blakely? Oh, I'm going to go with Bianca. Bianca is the winner. Wow. I have to type it in here because I wanted to, to remember it. Just to hold it by. Yeah, no, I like Bianca. Blakely is nice. Are you, are you satisfied with that answer? I am satisfied with that. Benedict made it pretty far, but I get it. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that in the final two, it was Blakely that made it instead of Benedict. But that's okay. Benedict, I think, probably would end up winning my whole thing. Honestly, it's just like boys names are kind of hard for me so it's like i think boys names are a lot easier for me than girl names i have a lot more boy names than i do girl names. i guess i have more well i have my two gender neutral names and then like a boy name yeah but i want four well, kids and that's so like, that fourth could, one like it's kind of funny because the names i have for girls are very much so boy names yeah and the names i have for boys are very much so gender neutral names mm. see emma she wants she wants a lot of uh, boy names for girls yeah, and she I has quite that. a few of those. But anyway, that is so far our bl- our blue. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> looking at a picture of blue. Uh, our our B episode. Yes, and if you guys liked what you heard, you can contact us or follow us on the Visionaries Podcast on Instagram. We will post pictures for the episodes. Contact us at the Visionaries Podcast at gmail.com. For me, Melena, for my shop, you can find me on Etsy, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram at Estella Styled. For updates on my creative personal projects, you can follow that journey on TikTok at MelenaLena23. Abby. Yes, you can find all of my crap at my Instagram, abigail.marie.arts. From there, you can use my link tree to find all of my socials, TikTok, YouTube, both Instagrams, and my Etsy shop. Hell yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our vision on the letter B. Bye. Bye.